Hello and welcome to another episode of Unboxing Women, where we explore why women in business are often called such a bitch, with a focus on the music and entertainment industry. My name is Dana Rex and with me is my friend Micah Rose, and we are both independent recording artists and singer-songwriters based in Europe. You can listen to us on our YouTube channel and on your favorite podcast podcast platform. I can say it. (laughs) With us today is Celine who is a professional mermaid. Hi, guys. Um, I want to let that sink in because she is the first mermaid in Belgium and has performed around the world already. So um, Mermaid Celine also makes her own mermaid tails and gear, which are stunning, I might add. And she also has a mermaid school. So we are very excited to talk to you, Celine. Welcome to the show. Hi, guys. Thanks so much for having me. (laughs) Oh, my God. That is insane. Sorry, I mean, it's your turn, but oh my God, that is insane. It is. Like you Thank make you. your own tails as well. That's so cool. Yes. Oh. So, so how, did you, how did you get into being a mermaid? How did that happen? Well, so obviously, uh, like with a lot of professional mermaids, um, the Little Mermaid started it all for me. And I was obsessed with her when I was a little girl. Like, I wanted to see the movie every day. And I think my parents still hate me for it. So um, <laughs> the fascination with um, merfolk as I grew older actually never went away. Um, also, I've always been a very creative person. Like, I actually wanted to become uh, like a movie actress. And then when I was 16, I was uh, studying um, drama at art school. And I was still like obsessed with mermaids. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I should just try and make myself a tail and see if I can get any jobs with it. And like I started uh, researching and my mom was a big, big help because she uh, she's a seamstress. And so she helps me uh, make my tails. And like four years later, I had my first tail. It took me that long because I'm such a perfectionist wow. and control freak. And um, then I started getting like one gig every few months. But as I went along, it just kept on growing. And like it took it took a hold of me and, and I just went with it. And now I'm a professional full-time mermaid performer. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, I I actually wanted you to tell us a little bit more about the wonderful world of mermaids. And exactly, you know, here it comes, how you took the plunge to actually (laughs) become one. (laughs) Yes, yes. Let's dive in. That's a nice pun. So I always felt like, this is going to sound a little bit strange. um, I always felt like I've been a mermaid, but I just needed to tell the tale to like, complete the transformation if that makes sense so when I was younger I I loved the water like when we if we went we went swimming I it was very hard to get me out of the water or when I was in the bathtub like I was always pretending I was a mermaid and so like when I finished my very first tale and I swam with it the very first time to me it felt like a full circle moment so it was very emotional and kind of deep, um, like almost spirit, spirit, spiritual talking for me. So, yeah, it, it feels very natural for me to swim in my tails because I've always swam like like this, like the, the movement the dolphins make, the, the whales. 
um, I can't swim like normal humans do. So, <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's not just about becoming a mermaid and performing underwater. You also need to be very fit and train ap apnea. Is that mm -hmm. how we say it in English? Apnea regularly, right? So, what what is that all about? Okay, so apnea actually means that you're able to hold your breath for a longer period of time. And it's a technique that is used while freediving, it's called. It's uh, something that I also didn't know that existed until I was already like a professional performer uh, in the mermaiding. And what I did do before I've uh, done scuba diving when I was younger, I've, I'm also certified right now. And it was also then during those classes that they taught us how to like hold your breath for longer periods of time and the the swimming movement like even though your uh, your feet are in the separate fins we would still have to make the same movement like the the mermaid swimming motion and also there was one teacher who actually had like a monofin with him and after every single class i asked him if, if i could borrow it for a moment and then i would just put it on and shoot like shoot through the water like a torpedo <laughs> That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, my sister has a monofin. She's also oh, very obsessed with mermaids, yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes. Join the community. That's amazing. I mean, I'll let her know. The entertainment factor on the outside of the aquarium, because you, you swim in mostly in an aquarium. Mm-hmm. But you've also... Which you must also be so swam cool, though. Yeah. No, sorry. That just must be so cool swimming amongst like the fish in an aquarium. That's oh, it's amazing. Yeah, there is this one aquarium where I perform every month. It's called Todi Dive Center in um, Beringe, Belgium, and they actually have like it's it's a dive center, but it looks like a big aquarium where you're allowed to swim, dive, free dive, mermaid in and um, we we perform shows there every month and then people can come us watch swim they can take classes with us and um, every month we also have like a mermaid meet and greet with one of us and then all of us have like our own little thing like I would sing a couple of songs and then there was a one other mermaid who does like storytelling and uh, so yeah it's lots of fun and obviously I love love swimming with the fish I once uh, performed in India like 2019 I think wow. and that was that was the first aquarium where I performed that had sharks in it and I was like so I was very excited but a little bit worried now I knew they weren't gonna like do anything to me because the divers are in the water every single day but I didn't know how they would react on me and my tail because they've never seen a mermaid before mm -hmm. so I was a little bit mostly excited about going in the water and uh, they, it was just it's such an amazing experience swimming with sharks like that was that was that what, was awesome what kind of sharks was it they were lemon sharks lemon okay because yes i mean you're huge with your tail you're absolutely huge oh, yeah. so i think that that would <laughs> keep them away from you <laughs> Well, it did in the beginning, but I was there for like 14 days. And the very last performance I did, one of the sharks actually swam like next to me and then went in front of me uh, just uh, while I was making a, a movement. And I can't see clear underwater. So like the, mm -hmm. the depth, I, I really can't tell. Of course, I saw the shark, but I touched her. And that was a very like special moment because... Like my brain went, oh my God, she's close. And then I was like, oh my God, she's so soft. Yeah. 
<laughs> that's so yeah cute. it's true they do have very soft skin don't they yeah they do yeah oh that's amazing that's yeah amazing. that that was one of my questions was going to be because outside of the aquarium you know you can see the mermaid and it's amazing and but from inside the aquarium you're not wearing goggles or anything so how much can you see i mean aren't aquariums do they have mirroring glass normally on the inside no yeah no you can actually see through them but obviously it's very dark so i can't see the people except when they're like like touching. that close like very close touching the windows i can see the hands when they're touching the windows and then i can like give them like high fives and stuff like that but yeah our vision is very blurry i feel like i can see well enough underwater also because i've been doing it for such a long time there there are not a lot of there wasn't a lot of hmm yeah i've i've never swam with goggles or with a mask except when i'm like in actual diving gear so yeah because yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you also wear glasses don't you so that must be an added thing well the the glasses are actually just to like rest one of my eyes because i mm -hmm. can't see very well with this one right here so the other one has to make up for a lot of it and mm -hmm. so i i have to wear glasses to let that eye rest okay. but I'm, yeah. I'm, i'm i'm fine i think underwater because yeah, i can, can imagine that would be weird see. yeah <laughs> Well, yeah. yes, but imagine having already bad eyesight and then going underwater and everything just being blue all of a sudden. Yeah, I know two mermaids that have uh, that have that, and they're actually mm. one of them is has very very bad eyesight, and she she makes it work. So what she does is she'll swim in the in the in the water or in the aquarium a couple of times with her goggles to like see where everything is and then she'll mm -hmm. take them off and she's she's able to swim perfectly fine without them yeah mm. so she knows where she is basically where everything is yeah. yeah let's dive into some unboxing women stuff you were saying yes. to me the other day that you are completely helpless when you're in your mermaid tail and outfit and obviously you're not wearing a lot so <laughs> do people take advantage of that well do men take advantage of that is there a lot of sexualization going on at that moment or what is your take so yeah once we're in our tails especially on land we're as good as immobile so we need people to carry us to the water we, we are very dependent on people which is a part that i don't really like because i feel like i'm a very strong independent woman <laughs> but yeah obviously there is some sexualization with mermaids sirens it's always been like that you know they have it goes with the the whole folklore and the the history of mermaids um still that doesn't mean that you can touch us or you know like fortunately i didn't have that many i don't think i've i've had a lot of experiences with men trying to take advantage of me while i was in my in my tail But I've I've seen and I've heard a lot of stories uh, about mermaids online. You know, uh, they're they're at a, a kid's birthday party and like some uncle or some guy will come and take a picture with you and he'll try and touch you in places where you're not supposed to touch people. So I mean, just that's not respectful. It's not mm. like okay, we're performers, but we are not your we're not your toys or like your 
fantasy thingies. Uh, yeah. So yeah, exactly. But I've been fortunate. Okay, so yeah. far. So there, there's a big, there's a fine line between: Are you a performer, and you know, is it? Um, entertainment value or you know where do where do they cross the line and say oh well you know you're you're just here for me to touch you um and i think the yeah. phrase comes to mind asking for it yeah, yeah. yes it. Yeah. yeah that's uh like that sentence gets me really worked up so <laughs> um i can imagine that's one that yeah, gets thrown at you a lot I mean, it's the same with the the story of girls being being sexually assaulted or, or raped. They never asked for it. Like, it mm -hmm. doesn't matter what you wear. Yeah. I mean, the, yeah. yeah, it, it doesn't just, matter yeah, whether you're a mermaid or not. You know, it doesn't matter. You're not, still not asking to be sexually assaulted. Exactly. exactly. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I actually, I actually have a question in, towards. Um, Uh, whether there is a bias towards men in the mermaid business. Because I, I follow a um, male mermaid on TikTok. Um, I don't know if he does it professionally, but he has like different tales and, uh, and, and stuff. And, um, uh, and I think that's cool. But historically, like if you, you were talking about the folklore, there's not a lot of male mermaids. There are in Ariel, um, mm -hmm. like the little mermaid, but... I think in most of the folklore, or I mean, prove me wrong. I have no idea. I, I assume there's not that many. Um, so do you know a lot of men in the business or is it like predominantly females? Well, it's a business that is mostly female oriented, but I know a couple of uh, mermen who do it professionally and they are awesome and they, they completely rock it. And I think it's just amazing because I would love more men to be in the uh, merfolk industry. And yeah, when, when you talked about the folklore, actually one of the very first legends of merfolk is about a guy A, mer a merman so there are some stories but they are yeah they are very rare and there are lots of speculations mm. as to why <laughs> yeah i think i think the the woman form you know the female form uh, and the seductress and the evil that's behind that is takes the upper hand in in those kind of stories probably in the end yeah because um, it used to be luring ships ships and sailors yeah. out to their deaths So, um, and who could do that if not women? Because women yeah. weren't allowed on ships, were they? Exactly. <laughs> That's how we take revenge. That's how we do it. Yeah, exactly. You won't allow us on your ships. We will drag you out of them. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. So, okay. So this is a big shout out to all the men out there. Become mermen. Come on. Yes. You can do yes, it. Yes, do it. You know you want to. Do it. You know you want to. <laughs> uh, well, talking about that, is there... Um, you know, aside from the sexualization, is there sexism in, in the mermaid business? I mean, you know, who books you? Is it a lot of women who are the bookers or, you know, is it a lot of men? And how does that work? Do they look up to you or not? Or, you know, are there a lot of questions about that? Okay, so yeah, this is actually a very interesting question. I When I get booked, it's mostly like for the bigger events, but like most of the organizers are male, um, which I don't really mind because they've all been very respectful toward me. Good. And yeah, I, I, I haven't had any experiences with, with, with them like that. Um, 
what I actually what I what I do wanted to tell is that sometimes the women like I was a little bit worried maybe in the beginning when I got booked for my first gigs because you know there are going to be women there and like I don't want to come across like I'm here to steal your man which is not the case at all um and I've had like a couple of women like looking at me like they wanted to drown you <laughs> for lack of better terms yes but oh my god what i love is that most women actually are very enthusiastic about it and they're and, and they're like where do i sign up like can i become a mermaid as well <laughs> me so me. yeah yes. yeah that's interesting <laughs> that is interesting it, I, it's kind of um it goes back to um, we had an episode once where I mentioned, I think I mentioned there was this one time I was on a car ride, a shared car ride, and there was this girl with her boyfriend and I spoke to her one sentence and she got really bitchy at me. And I just, I, I was like, wait, what? And I talked to my brother about it later and he was like, oh, that's the kind of girl. And again, this is just what he said, but that's the kind of girl who um, grew up with boys kind of but not in the way she grew up with boys and is one of the boys but kind of only knows how to talk to boys and so anytime you talk to her it feels like you're her competition Mm, I see and so like I can I can guess that that's maybe the type of people who would then react that way towards you because they see you as the competition and it brings out their insecurities and it just shows again how women are constantly in competition with one another. It's a bit weird because I mean, you, it, when you go to a show, oh, yeah, and, you insane. know, there's there's going to be dancers. You can't, you yeah. know, take you know, be jealous of the dancer and then look at your husband and say, "Yo, she's she's dancing specially to steal you." You know, that's not. Mm-hmm. Don't go then. I mean, yeah. Which actually goes into another question I wanted to ask you: is is do people see you as a performer because it's such a new or rare kind of performance that it is um I don't know I I didn't immediately when I heard of this think oh yeah that's a performance that's entertainment that's a business um it 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 didn't immediately link in my mind so I think maybe people just don't see you as a performer what do you think um well I did have when I when I first tell people that I'm a professional mermaid the the initial reaction mostly is um, very enthusiastic but they go like so what do you do exactly like do you do you put on a costume do you do you do you swim like what do you do so i do have to mm. elaborate a little bit on the on the matter but as soon as they like get all the information they're very enthusiastic and very uh yeah they're very positive about it so yeah that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. And what about jealousy between mermaids? You know, Ooh. the jealousy no. between mermaids is is that is that something epic or or has it been exaggerated in yes. Ariel for example? Yeah. <laughs> well, there's definitely some mer drama going around, but thankfully it's not really where where I live, so in Belgium. It's mostly in the States, like you see stuff like I'm in a, in a couple of groups on Facebook or I have a couple of friends in America and mm. like 
it can get really bitchy out there. So I'm kind of happy that I'm here where I, I don't really know. I don't like, I don't want to know about it, what's going on. I just want to stay as far away of it from it as I can. So yeah, I mean, jealousy is an, is a normal feeling you can experience sometime. And it's also not really a negative feeling like, um, Yeah, if you don't act on it negatively, it can be healthy because you want to yeah. achieve something, obviously. Yeah. So it, yeah. it gives you drive. Yeah. I, I, yeah, exactly. But it's not, you just you just use that drive to improve yourself and you don't work it out on, on other people or like the people you're you're jealous about. Like I've actually experienced it too with a, with a mermaid performer I'm very, very close with and I just had to... I just have to had to work on myself. I am a very insecure person. And yeah, with stuff that I went through in the past as well, I uh, mental health wise, it's 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 a journey and I feel like there's so much to learn when about yourself, like for example, people who don't want to be alone. There that means they're kind of scared of themselves, which I think is really sad because if you if you learn how to be alone and if you're happy when you're alone then that's how you grow that's how you evolve so yeah yeah that's true and obviously i have to ask this question have you ever been called a bitch so in mermaid world by mere <laughs> people or indeed the jealous person that's you know that is in the audience or or maybe people you've worked with like of the production of the the event well not to my face so i don't we really get that one i a don't lot. know <laughs> yeah we get that um, one a lot i have i have been called arrogant a couple of times already not to my face either like a couple of friends told me like someone they heard taught them talking about me And that one really hurt me because, like I said before, I'm a very insecure person and I really want to, I'm a people pleaser. So I just want, I want to be friends with everybody and help you. And, you know, so that one really, really hurt me. I, I guess it's just because I am obviously trying to come across like I am sure of myself when I'm meeting other people like it's what you do you hide behind your little wall and stuff like that but yeah that one yeah. really cut me deep yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we were talking about I that mean, so yeah no I just I just think it's um really interesting because I don't think that we when we feel like we are just trying to be confident and trying to kind of come out of our shells are actually being arrogant in any way, shape or form. I just think we know our shit and people just like to doubt us mm -hmm. and put I, us down. Yeah, it's I feel like behavior. that a lot of the time. It, yeah. taught, it also yeah. annoys me a little bit because like the, 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 the mermaid part about me is one of the very few things I do feel confident about. I do know my stuff. Mm -hmm. I've made the name for myself within the mer community. Like how, why would you tie, try and break me down or tear me down? I mean, what's the, what's the goal? What are you trying to accomplish? I, I really don't appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Yeah, I've already had like uh, <laughs> a rough time with myself. 
and I don't need somebody to come in and doubt my how I do my job. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, it is. That's it, a I think that's point. across the board. Yeah, very good point. Oh, just just a really quick question. I know we're nearly done here, but um, I was just wondering whether you get excited or annoyed when people mention the show H two O. Just add water. Mm, it's a bit double for me because I do think it's a good kids show, but the tales. Oh, yeah, <laughs> the tales aren't great. No. But I mean, oh my god, rest. don't get me started on the tales. <laughs> like, I am a mermaid who loves big flukes. Like, mm-hmm. I need my big flukes. Like, I need the, that's, yeah, the proportions are right, I feel, when I'm in my tail. Like, my fluke is huge. And I really like the idea of the extended tails, but then make the fluke a little bit bigger. Like, yeah, yeah, you, you do look really good. In your tails are very aesthetically pleasing. Um, Thank and you. Also the yeah, but and it's also the the movement that they do the in, movement, in water yeah. is unbelievable. It's, it's so different to. I mean, the show obviously. I've I've said a lot of times as well the the tops and the way it's always the same. And obviously they change because it's magic and stuff. But they did look a little bit clunky. Um, yeah, but yeah. So if that's the only thing, I mean. I love the show. It's great. And I rewatch it. I re- rewatch it every couple of years. Um, that's well, I've only seen like a couple of episodes, so I'm not going to break it down. Oh my God. Sorry. It. It's, yeah. I, I don't know if in Belgium, in Belgium, it's apparently not, not as um, popular. No, it's actually, um, I, it's, it's getting oh. some, uh, some interest here now since now. like maybe a year or two yeah it, it's been added on netflix i think that's probably why uh, yes that's why yeah mm. i i know yeah. of it because of uh my boyfriend's daughter who obviously found it and wanted to watch it and so she watched it and i don't even know it's where amazing. she watched it um it's amazing. but it's, it's amazing it's like a thing well i yeah <laughs> i didn't watch it myself so i you know I, it wasn't for me and and it's only when I saw Celine doing being a mermaid that I said, oh, my God, I need to do this. <laughs> yeah, I think so, it's very different. Like I watched it, it the first time when I was very young and uh, uh, maybe it, it just caught was you at a good age. Yeah, it caught me also because of the magic. It's just and I think that's what you bring with your shows as well. It's like bringing the magic to life, which is yeah. just so cool. And I think a lot of people, not just kids. Uh, really oh, yeah. enjoy seeing that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that's something so, that i really can that. tell when of course you're welcome um yeah i really appreciate it when i get comments like this so uh i experience this the most when i'm at elftopia which is like my favorite gig of the year also because of course i have the the kids coming up to me and you see like the little twinkle in their eyes but even the adults like when i'm actually in the water performing and i get out of the water and like i ask my family to take clips of me when they're like sitting on the on the uh, um, side mm-hmm. banks mm-hmm. Um, and then you hear the voices of the people um, while they're recording and like the adults their 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 comments it's just because yeah well obviously the ones that I've heard were all positive but I just think that's really cool because I would really like for more adults to try mermaiding sometime because you know that you'll like it and you know that you'll, it's like a little kid kid in, in yourself. And when you put on the tail and you're in the water, like the, the, the times that I've taught 
grown-ups and they and you see them jump in the water and their tail and they go up and their face is like <sighs> yeah I can only imagine uh, being a kid again oh yes. yes question vying off from that do you make tails for men oh yeah we make uh, I have this little company that I started last year with my mer soulmate Lexi Mermaid and we make um, custom made hybrid tails for men and women so wow awesome yeah and so merman come get it yeah come, come and get, get it what do you say your studios <laughs> i just want to dive into elftopia again because you were swimming in a moat wow so not an yes, aquarium and and so well you were saying also that the water is darker underneath so you can't go very deep you have to stay on the surface how how is that is it cold because it well it was in in when was it in in august so probably august, not yeah. but still is it is it clean well it's clean as in it's safe to swim in like there is no like dangerous bacteria or stuff in it that will hurt me they always test it before uh, i enter the, the water but i've been swimming in the moat <laughs> for since 2016 oh, and wow. it's um i i really like swimming swimming there i can't really tell if the water is cold or warm because it's just something that is not on my mind while um you know the moment i hit the water maybe i'm like Ooh. but then i'm okay because i have to haul ass to keep swimming and keep You're making sure that my tail is visible for the audience mm. because like you said the, the water is very dark it's very it's kind of shallow i can't do anything underwater that they will notice so i have to stay at the at the, at the surface which requires a lot of yeah. stamina energy. And, and energy so i'm yeah. really happy that it's like only 15 to 20 minutes i have to be mm. in there um Yeah, but it's one of my favorite gigs. I really like uh, performing there. Wow, that's impressive. That sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> also, the reaction that I get from most the people, because the people who come to Elftopia for like the very first time and they see me sitting uh, on the little deck before I hit the water and they're like, she's not really going to jump in, is she? Like, that water looks so dirty. <laughs> Stuff like that. And then I'm like, whoop, and I'm gone. <laughs> and they're like, oh my gosh, she did it. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Everybody should go there. Oh, and you also do theme parks. Stuff in theme parks like Bellawarda? I saw that you Yes, did yes, I was asked a couple of times. Unfortunately, that's when Corona hit, so mm. I wasn't able to showcase like my full potential there. So I hope maybe they'll ask me back for like Halloween or next year. Uh yeah, but that was really fun as well. Well, it wow. seems like your career is going swimmingly. <laughs> It was before Corona. <laughs> nice one, Micah. Nice. nice. I, I thought I'd bring just one more pun in before the end. <laughs> I guess um, that's all for today then. Um, so thank you so much for tuning into this week's uh, episode of Unboxing Women. And thank you, Celine, for coming on our show. It was amazing. I mean... <laughs> I mean, Mermaid <laughs> Celine, how, come on. Yeah. <laughs> it is amazing. I mean, we never thought this would happen, and uh, it has, and it is amazing. Um, so if you want to connect with Celine, be sure to check out her socials, which you can find in the show notes below. And uh, if you've ever had an experience you'd like to share with us, send us a DM or tag us in a post with the hashtag #suchabitch. And don't forget to support your favorite artist through merch or donate.
I can't do this today. My name is Micah Rose and I've been chatting with Dana X and Mermaid Celine. This is a weekly show. Weekly, guys. So make sure to tune back in next week, same time, same place. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.